Get this, a dating site for anti-vaxxers called Unjected. Unjected has been removed from the Apple App Store. While 47% say the unvaccinated make me upset or angry. I wish that he would go further to restrict the activities of the unvaccinated. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo. Rest in peace, Wheezy. The Unjected Show with your hosts, Shelby Thompson, Heather Pyle, Scott Armstrong, and Zach Brown. Call 1-833-3-UNJECT, extension 888. That's 1-833-386-5328, extension 888. Lines are open now. The Unjected Show is intended for an adult audience and may contain explicit material. User discretion is advised. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Unjected Show. We got a all 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 dude crew hanging in here for a minute, and we'll let you guys we'll get you guys up to speed about what's going on here. But uh, yeah, so Zach, what's going on, dude? How you doing? Not a lot. Um, yeah. You know, as you can see, it's going to be a boys' night. It'll be yeah. a boys' night in the. The uh, Heather and Shelby spoke a few too many times out of turn. We had to take care of it. So <laughs> yeah, 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 we've 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 taken over the injected company, and then now we're we've had, show, we've yeah. re, we yeah. have we have taken back the patriarchy. Yes. the era of the alpha male is officially at hand. Yeah, yes. dude. Yes, yes, yes. So there you go. So anyway, there's, there's nothing more alpha than than fucking podcast guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it can be. It can be. You know, Huber. So, so, so we'll let you guys, all, all you awesome people checking in, tuning in. I'll give you kind of the breakdown, the rundown about what we got going on tonight. So it's kind of a special show, definitely a different change of pace. So the gals, Shelby and Heather, escaped the island. They were able to make their way to the mainland and are currently in Dallas, Texas for this big uh, spike symposium conference that is happening down there. And so, you know, the whole wellness company team is down there. Um, we got the Dr. McCullough's down there. And so... Um, so they're going to be popping in. I know they're uh, working on getting set up for that. So, um, but in the meantime, we're just kind of hanging out. Uh, it was a funny, it was kind of a funny story because like, as this was all evolving, like I reached out to Steve earlier in the week because I knew the gals were going to be out of town and uh, <clears throat> like, Hey, you want to help fill in co-host a little bit? So he decided to hop on and, uh, and then it's kind of evolved since then. And, uh, and, and just this afternoon we found out that Dr. McCullough was planning on joining us. And so it's just been, uh, it's been fun. So, Anyway, Steve, how you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. Cool. I really am. Yeah, yeah it's quite a backdrop you got there. It has been uh, a a chaotic and tumultuous like month, um, and, and I had a bunch of you know, a bunch of family stuff that I had yeah. to get to. Blah, blah blah. Long story short, I couldn't attend the um, the gig in Nashville. As a result of it, felt absolutely terrible about it. Um, but, uh, but it really, you know, boxed in. Um, but other than that, man, I'm, I'm, you know, relocated. I'm back in California, which sucks because it's California, but yeah. also doesn't suck because it looks like this at you know, the people that I love are here. So, cool. you know, yeah. Yeah, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been an interesting week on this end too. It's kind of funny. I was, uh, eh, you know, Zach, what's new with you, man? Anything? Not a ton. Um, dude, I did a two-day fast. Two-day fast? I did a two-day. It was Well, it was a 60. So it was 48 plus like the, 
you know, 12 more. So 50, like 60 hour, like a 60 hour fast. Whoa. Yeah. And it was, um, it was interesting because you, you, first of all, your senses are wild. Like yeah. your, your senses sharpen and it's, there's a point where you hit where you're like the first 24 hours, like you hit hour, like 16. Yeah. You're fucking hungry. And you're like, I can't control this heart. Like, this is crazy. And then into like the second day, you kind of go, oh, I'm not hungry at all. I'm not hungry. Like, it just kind of goes away. And then there's a point that you hit where you're nearing the end of the second day Mm -hmm. where literally the hunger is it, it hinges only on your thoughts and and what you're doing. So at any given point. You can it's it's amazing how easily you can you can control your your hunger when you're on a fast. Mm-hmm. Um, the moment you start thinking about food, you're starving, but you can just stop thinking about it and it'll completely go away. It's very bizarre. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, you I was you did. You got to drink a lot of water while you're mm. on it. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to fucking diarrhea, dude, because it's and it's not like <laughs> it's not like painful yeah. diarrhea. It's not like Taco yeah. Bell diarrhea. It's 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 just water. It's just because sure. you've been consuming. You know, so, I went on a, I went on. A, I did a 24 hour fast recently, too. But I, I dude, I kicked nicotine, man. I've been going on two bangs a day for like five years, man, like two energy drinks a day. And I'm like, that's it. I'm done. So we did a nicotine caffeine. Caffeine. Oh, caffeine. I was going to say. Yeah. 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 And uh, it was crazy, man. Like, yeah, it was like severe headaches, just very intense. And uh, I, I know what you're talking about, just drinking lots of water and just trying to like, yeah, just kind of reset. And I don't, here's the thing. I don't understand. I understand like hunger. I, mm-hmm. I get it. But like the, the thing that, you know how women get hangry? They get mm-hmm. angry. I don't understand that. Yeah. Did your girl, did your girl do it with you? Did your girl do it with you? No. Okay. No, no, no. She, no. Okay. No, it, it, it's like, if anything, you start to feel like it's definitely, I'm definitely being dramatic when I say, when I say this, but you do feel just because your senses are so like fucking focused and honed in, you get like primal. Yeah. Like you, you start to feel like you have an advantage over people. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. Which gave me the right to be mean to people <laughs> yeah, right? and yeah. to talk down to them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they said, you should eat. You're acting up. And I'm like, I'm not hangry. I'm just saying I'm better than you. I've elevated to a point where you, <laughs> not see, you, you don't understand what I'm, how I'm thinking. My thought processes are way above what you could possibly comprehend. You don't understand what's happening. here. Yeah. Okay? I am the second coming of Christ. Yeah, okay? There you go. There you go. There you go. That's, that's, that's after what? 48 hours of a fast or 24 hours. Yeah. So I went a total of like 60 Okay. And, wow. That's um, awesome. That's and then awesome. at the very end of it, I lifted. Whoa. And, and it, before you it, ate, before I ate Whoa, and that's rugged, it was, it, yeah, it's, it was pretty rough. That's awesome. But at the end, I, this is the first time I ever felt like, uh, anything close to like a runner's high. That's awesome. Well, well I, I thought you, what, you were going to say a man, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Either, way, like either, way, either awesome. way, either way. Well, yeah. you guys, we it have probably our, was the closest to, to we it. Ha- we have our distinguished guests here ready to roll. So let's give a warm welcome uh, to the awesome wellness company team tuning in live from the uh, Spike Symposium down in Dallas. How you guys doing? Can you guys hear me? Hi. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. kind of hear you guys. So why don't you guys go ahead and uh, just start down the line and introduce yourselves. Sure. My name is Peter Bluey. I'm the CEO of the Wellness Company USA. This is my heterosexual life mate, Brandon Kemper. <laughs> Hello. He cradle robbed me. I'm a much younger, handsomer there you CEO go. of Canada. <laughs> Entire country. 
not just a wellness company. Awesome. Brennan Kemmer, uh, CEO of Wellness Company Canada. Awesome. Hi, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dallas, Texas. Welcoming everybody here. Here's my wonderful wife, Maha. Hello, my name is Maha McCullough. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, welcome, you guys. This is fantastic. So uh, so tell us, what is this Spike Symposium? What, what is going on here? Yeah, so uh, we've been receiving a ton of questions over the past nine months about Spike Protein. What is it? Is it through the vaccine? Is it through the virus? Uh, how do I protect myself? How is it transmitted? I mean, some of these questions, I think, have even been brought up uh, on previous episodes of the show here. So uh, we wanted to really sit down and have sort of a definitive discussion with all of our medical experts across the U.S. and Canada, as well as some special guests uh, to cover everything you need to know about uh, the spike protein and what it means uh, for our society. You know, previously, people used to think about spike like a tight end spikes the ball in the end zone, like a, the Gronk or spiking some punch at the high school, uh, you know, the high school prom. But it turns yeah. out the spike is actually a spine on the ball of the virus and young people all over dating are worried about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you guys seen a lot of, uh, of engagement? Like, have you seen more engagement from people who got the vaccine and are worried now about the consequences of that? Or are you seeing more engagement from people who didn't get it and are, are, are fearful of, of the side effects of being around uh, people who are vaccinated? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So, you know, currently you look at North America and Canada in particular, roughly speaking, 93% of our population has received at least uh, one COVID vaccination, right? So uh, from a perspective of Canada, uh, we're getting a lot of uh, vaccine related spike protein questions. Um, but this is not mutually exclusive to the vaccine. Uh, if you contract COVID-19, you do have accumulation of spike. Uh, and it's something that you, you should be concerned about. And the reason the wellness company is putting so many uh, resources, uh, this amalgamation of minds uh, down here in Texas that we call the Spike Symposium is, uh, if there's one thing that the wellness company wants to do is, is create a center of, of truth, uh, intellectual uh, honesty. Uh, we're trying to get around censorship because uh, unfortunately it's a, not a popular topic to discuss. Uh, if there's one thing that we're always going to do for our customers, our patients, our colleagues, uh, and the world is uh, root ourselves in uh, intellectual honesty. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, well, so uh, is this a live event or and is this also being live streamed or how is that working? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. So both. So um, over the next 24 hours, we're probably going to capture um, close to 40 hours of content. Right. So obviously we're not going to be able to fit all of that live at this at yeah. time. We're going to do some exclusive behind the scenes passes to our followers on Instagram and Twitter of uh, some of the different panel sessions that we have. And then over the next weeks and months, we're going to have all the sessions be rolled out as well as put together into longer form documentaries and, and shorter form clips for social media. Okay, uh, you cool. know what's, what's interesting? So because there's this all this conversation around uh, around spike proteins now since COVID-19, but is COVID-19 the only virus that has a spike protein? Is that why it's it's such an inflamed topic? Is there Are there other viruses that have a spike protein that you well, should have been looking out for? Right, the reason why it's a big deal is the spike protein was intentionally manipulated in the lab in Wuhan, China to make the virus very infectious and lethal. And it turns out that the human body can't break it down by itself, when you take on spike protein with the infection or with the vaccine, the body just progressively loads with it. Other viruses have spike protein. So for instance, uh, the influenza virus has a spike protein, but it has a specific name called the hemagglutinase. 
And, and the human body for natural viruses dissolves the spike protein. But with SARS-CoV-2 or the COVID virus, we can't dissolve it. So that's the challenge we're facing. Yeah, it's like Doritos. Your body just can't break it down. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so then there's the other notion that like, you know, after post-injection, right? So they kind of, I've heard it termed as like your body becomes like a spike protein factory. You know, that there's some studies like, uh, uh, gosh, I just wrote an article about this on the Last American Vagabond Substack. Uh, Dr. Arna Burkhart making observations that, you know, there's like spike proteins in every single organ system of the body. And he was focusing a lot right before he passed away about uh, the accumulation in the testes and how that affects fertility. Um, is that, I mean, what, what is it? What, what, can you guys comment on the, the, the fact that the body just becomes like a perpetual spike protein making system like post-injection? Like what's up with that? Well, I tell you, you, know, you wonder when you're walking down the street, who's loaded with spike protein and who is it? You know, it's kind of like a movie. Uh, but uh, Bruce Patterson at Incel DX, which is a great company, if people want to check it out, Incel DX uh, has devised ways of trying to measure the spike protein. It's stuck inside white, white blood cells. His paper on the vaccinated has showed the full length spike protein not being broken down, stuck in white blood cells in everybody vaccinated at least for nine months. That's as long as he's looked. But after COVID, severe COVID in the hospital, uh, it, because there's been more time in those patients to be assessed over time, he's found at least the outer segment, the S1 segment, in the white blood cells for about 15 months. So right now, it, it's, uh, you know, no one really knows how long it stays in the body, but it's got to be for a very long time. That's the reason why uh, what we've done at the wellness company is one of the first uh, orders of business is find a way to dissolve the spike protein, let the human body start to recover. Does fasting help? I just did a fast, so I'm very into the fasting medical uh, dialogue at the moment. Yeah, you look pretty buff. I can tell that. Why? Uh, yeah, you do. It just kind of really, it, it really made you glow. Um, <laughs> the, the bottom line is fasting is a very healthy thing. Do you know almost all religions have fasting? That there are ancient religions in the Middle East where there's a fast, typically. Not with the Arab culture. The Arabs like to eat. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's not true. The Islamic Arabs, they actually oh, fast, the Islamic, right? Yes, the Islamic for Ramadan. Maha is a Christian Arab from Jerusalem, so, uh, but she's right. Her family does like to eat, and we can benefit from fasting. Have you tried fasting? Yeah, yeah, I have, I have. Especially when I sleep, I do an extra good job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't carry a couple extra holiday pounds, right? Yeah. All the COVID-19. No, but all, <laughs> all seriously, there were some great um, papers published in the New York Academy of Sciences, every lab measure that we can measure in the human body improves with fasting. Everything does. The cells get revitalized. Something called the telomere length grows. Uh, the human body likes a period of fasting. Hunger is a natural sensation. And the toughest thing when you fast, as you know, is, is when you first get some hunger pains, kind of working through them and then getting to a new level of dealing with the hunger but it's a good thing you did it and like i say you look terrific thank you this is all i ever wanted <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> to, needed, to bring just, it oh go ahead, go, go, ahead. Go, ahead. Oh, go ahead i was just gonna say i need affirmation from the wellness company i've been i've been waiting for this <laughs> he needs affirmation from more or less everyone but you yes. guys specifically that sells it that's just that's like yep. christmas without the family guilt for him right it's yeah. delightful 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, so it's not a Protestant Christmas. This is just a this is a free for all. <laughs> in relation to to the spy going on, you froze our computer, right? Oh, sorry. Just too much oh, roughness uh, from behind the camera. Okay. Repeat your question. Are we back? Go ahead, Steve. Well, say in in relation to the spike, I've had a handful of conversations with uh, with Amy Kelly, who's been working in part with uh, working through the Pfizer documents. And there's a specific function of the liquid nanoparticles that they break through every single blood barrier. So not that it allows spike to just merely collect uh, uh, lymphatically or on the reproductive organs, but potentially in the brain. And as we go forward over the next several years, it, is it something that without actively intentionally seeking detoxification may turn up or will turn up uh, in children? Is this something that's going to become generationally uh, malevolent, I guess, is where I'm headed with that? We can't be for sure. Uh, you, you know, you were in and out of the matrix on the Zoom bandwidth that kind of made you sound intoxicated, quite, quite honestly. I know you're not. But, um, yeah, it's a little bit too early. Yeah, I'll try to <laughs> No, we would not want you to get intoxicated it's five o'clock with, somewhere. with lipid nanoparticles. Yes, they, it sounds bad. They are bad. They go everywhere in the body. They've been found to go up into the brain, the testicles, the breasts, the uh, ovaries, the adrenal glands, and they install the genetic code for the Wuhan spike protein. So the lipid nanoparticles were bad by design. People don't like what's happened to the human body with this. Uh, hopefully the body is disposing of this. We know, Brandon gave you the data, you know, 95% of Canadians took the shots. The United States COVID community uh, uh, states program showed that our CDC was overestimated. In the United States, it was 75% who took the shot. So 25% didn't. A lot of the 25% uh, listen to your show. They listen to the unjected show. And so a lot of your listeners don't have, you know, your audience doesn't have anything to worry about in terms of these lipid nanoparticles. But I think the main message is don't take any more shots. Let the body start to clear this out and you know, check out the wellness company because we've got some real answers for these people. Now, let me ask you, so because this is a question just for the wellness company in general, what sparked the the sort of the the fight against the spike protein? Was it the spike protein uh, you were getting from COVID-19 or was it the vaccine that you noticed the, the uptick in spike proteins in the human body that made you want to start this? Like what was the what was the launch pad, you know, in the timeline of the, the COVID timeline? Did you guys cut out? Did you guys hear that? Hey guys, uh, I, I think Justin Trudeau's hacking us, right? Yeah, he, <laughs> must he must be, man. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so basically, are, go, go ahead and ask yeah, him again. Yeah, are we'll we good now? Me. You can hear me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was I was saying basically what what was the point where you guys realized you wanted to start the effort against you know you wanted to combat the the spreading of this spike protein was it during the rollout of the vaccine was it earlier what you know when when the virus had spread when what was the what was the starting point what was the spark uh, for the the wellness company. Yeah, I think it's a personal story for all of us guys. And I mean, I, I encourage us to kind of go on the line and share it. I mean, for me personally, um, and I think for many of our employees, 
throughout COVID, um, all of us or our families or maybe our dear friends were either hurt or left behind by a medical system that we thought previously was going to work towards our advantage and had our best interests in mind. And, and that just kind of showed itself not to be the case. So a lot of us at the wellness company are here because we really want to build a new parallel system that can replace that and give us the type of care that we wish we had a couple of years ago when we really needed it the most. You know, I think for me personally, it's the first time in my life uh, that I've seen a medical system turn their backs completely to a, a subset of the population who's truly suffering, right? Whether it be vaccine injury, whether it be long COVID, or, or even the psychological effects that, let's say, lockdowns had on our, our country. Um, you know, healthcare has always been, for me, uh, ubiquitous and, and homogeneous. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, it is no longer. Uh, and if you are unvaccinated, you are now a second uh, tier citizen. And in fact, uh, you aren't. Um, so I think that the wellness company was born under the necessity to, to counteract that and to bring back the medical profession uh, to a state that it used to be. Uh, and that's why it was absolutely critical that we joined forces with uh, physicians like uh, Peter McCullough. I give great credit to e-commerce juggernaut Foster Colson. Uh, he's a dynamic leader. He really he took the world by storm by forming a wellness company. We all got behind Foster and uh, with Peter, Brandon, and the team. Uh, I couldn't be happier. Uh, the company's off to a great start. Uh, it's a lot of fun to be a part of the wellness company, both to be on the team, but also be a member. It's kind of a cool thing to do. And uh, you know, all of us are coming together, Canadians and Americans, which is wonderful. My wife is half Canadian, half American, so are my kids. Yeah. So, uh, you know, isn't it interesting that the Canadians and Americans are joining forces for medical freedom? Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, man, well, I guess I, I got to ask this. So, Maha, I've never, uh, I wasn't, uh, never seen you in like a public sphere at all. You know what I mean? So, so this is awesome. Welcome. I've had a couple conversations with Dr. McCullough in the past. And uh, so I'm just curious, how has this been for you? These last few years, I mean, your husband has just literally been on the forefront of the most insane psychological and just like just most insane, like almost like warfare. To, uh, you know, like he's like taking a war front against the world. Like, how has that been for you? Um, he's a very passionate man. Yeah. Ever since I've married him, he's always been an all or nothing. Always since I met him, and the first time that I met him. <laughs> He would have one Oreo cookie or he'll eat the whole thing of Oreo cookies. No. Yes, he'll have no bread or he'll eat a lot of bread. So when it came to COVID, I saw the sign of Peter where he said, I need to go at this. And he went at this full force. And it, it took a lot out of him. It took it, it was it it uh, it was definitely a change for the family, for myself. But I do have a lot of admiration and respect for Peter, and I do support what he's doing, so that helps. She had to get through the initial shock and awe of me getting fired for no reason, and then lawsuits and, and the attacks that started to come in. Uh, but over time, in a sense, we've become battle-hardened to this, and our mm -hmm. motto is that we're holding strong, we're bold, and relentless. And that's a very important message. You know, our adversaries are watching this show tonight because I know this through Freedom of Information Act. I got to see all the government agents who are watching me. And hey, guys, I know you're watching me right now. And I am bold and I am relentless. And I've got a great team. Yeah, that's, 
That's awesome. I'd love to see those documents. I mean, we all know, we all know the game. We all know the game they're playing, but uh, I will say too, you know, that's the one thing that they maybe didn't anticipate with us is that, that we would come out of this much more resolved and much more battle hardened. And, you know, it turned a lot of just regular everyday people into activists into like people that are like on the front lines, like really putting it all out there. And, and it's like in the beginning, there are consequences. It's like, yeah, I lost a couple jobs too. You know, we lose jobs, we lose all these things, but it's like, you know, it's scary at first, but then you walk through that fire and you get to the other side and you realize once you hold, once you hold fast to your principles and once you stick to your guns and, uh, you come out the other side so much better. Like I almost wouldn't trade this for anything. And it's like, Oh, you guys messed up because you made us realize how strong we actually are. And then once we come together the way we do. Yeah. Sometimes the most courageous people uh, are not who you think they would be. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're the, maybe what you think is the smaller people in life and some of the bigger, wealthier, powerful, more uh, well-known people are not so brave nope. because nope. right maha's right you have more to lose so yeah. i can tell you i got a call by one of the nfl coaches and he said dr mccullough can you talk to our players and i said well what's the issue he said well they're afraid they took these shots and i said well why'd they take the shots to begin with so well they were afraid they're going to lose their contracts I said, suddenly they couldn't play football. Suddenly they had no confidence in themselves. Suddenly they had zero swag. I, I mean, it was amazing what the pandemic did. I said, Goy, do I have to go into a locker room and start basically kicking some butt with some 400 pound guys? Show them what courage is. It's really interesting. I tell you, these guys in the wellness company, they've got it. They've got a lot of swagger and people know it. And people are attracted courage it's hot yeah it is man that's awesome well McC dr mccullough i've got to say like you've been uh like injected's like biggest fan since day one man like you're always, like i really just we really appreciate how much uh you've done for us and like you're always talking it up and just you're always popping into like the the comments and saying like this is where this is the place for pe young people to meet so what's your what do you, what do you say what's your sales pitch when, and you know in fact who was it i met somebody recently who said that they heard about the inject about injected from you at a conference somewhere i'm trying to remember what who that was can't remember off the top of my head but what is what do you say to people when you're out there talking about injected Well, early on, I met uh, Shelby online, and uh, we had a great interchange, and we agreed the hottest thing to do was to make being unvaccinated a really good thing, mm. to make it hot, to make it attractive, to make it fun to be unvaccinated, and because at that time, we were feeling so low uh, about where we were, and it was a great idea. She said, well, I can make it fun and we can make clothing and, and all kinds of different, um, you know, ways to make it cool and sexy and, you know, let's do it. And uh, it really took off from there. And so I tell people all the time, go to Unjected, especially, you know, who needs to go to Unjected? My partner, John Leak. He's the, uh, probably the most <laughs> eligible single guy in the world. John Leak. You got to get my book first and read it. Curse Face COVID 19. John Lake is considered the world's best historian and the world's most interesting man. And he should be uninjected. And the oh, girls yeah. should be checking him out. There you go. <laughs> I'm just saying, guys, like, if you're open to it, I'm thinking like a John Lee calendar. 
We can go a lot of different ways with this. Got a lot of ideas. Now listen, in almost everything is semi-pro. He's not pro, but semi-pro. Semi-pro surfer, boxer. We've been through all of this with John. Semi-pro beer drinker. We can go on and on. John Leake, you got to check him out. Actually, we're in the studios where we filmed the second opinion. He was just with us, but he's such a good guy, he had to go check out by his mom over here in Dallas. Uh, well, he's going to be looping back with us. You're going to see him a lot uh, here with the wellness companies. He's certainly involved in almost all the things about the Courageous Discourse, Substack, and of course, Courage to Face COVID 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Courageous Discourse is definitely a valuable resource that I uh, cite often, you know, in the articles that I write for sure. So, you know, um, what's, you know, what's crazy about the, the entire mainstream narrative surrounding the vaccine is they made a group of scientists like rebellious and like punk rock. It's like you guys are a group of like, you know, professional people who, who are, you know, are, are free thinkers and, and are, you know, have the ability to analyze situations based on their own merit. Basically they took being rebellious and like anti-establishment and pushed it so far to where it finally hit, science scientists again like like the established like like you picture like people with like lab coats and then the suits and ties like those became the punk rockers and now all the punk rockers have vades dude yeah we have yeah. like we we have four punk rockers in a boardroom for, it looks like a scene from black mirror and they're just dressed very nicely and all of them are very attractive people and it's like what the hell is going on here i thought and it's jello by afra talking yeah. about how you need yep. to load the people into the cattle cars for yep. the greater good Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. Like the the guy who's like the epitome of punk rock, right? Or was, right? Just like, God, <laughs> that's crazy. That is a really crazy thing, man. So voting for Joe Biden is harm reduction. That's what he said. That's what Whoa. he said. Wow. Yeah. That's intense. That's intense. Yeah. Man. Wearing a mask in his own house on his show. I'm not making that up. That's a real thing. It's still a trigger point, apparently. Yeah. From your guys' perspective, when you were, I mean, obviously you were uh, very busy throughout this entire uh time start starting the company and heather and shelby are right behind you don't let them strangle you um hey guys. Uh, Hello. oh what there they are oh my gosh what's up ladies how you doing good can we squeeze on in yeah yeah, yeah. pop in oh we're, ta we're tapping out hey well, let me see hold on okay guys All right, peace plop it out plop it up there you are awesome happy friday happy friday welcome to the unjected show wait uh yeah. Oh, yeah, Doctor 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 Fola Maha, like you guys got to stay, man. We gotta. We were gonna get into. Uh... No. No, it's okay. We're gonna give us an update. Okay. Okay. Well, let's do that then. Let's do that then. But uh, we definitely want to uh, spend some more time with Doctor McCullough and his wife and. Uh, oh, talk about... oh, that's that's great. That's great. That's. So, ladies, tell us how how is it on the mainland? Are you guys freaked out? Is it like what's going on? It's crazy. The mainland is a completely different experience. Uh, when we, I mean, we've lived on an island for a very long time. I mean, yeah. myself, 10 years. Like, almost 15. And I, freeways? Yeah. Freeways we, are crazy. People drive crazy in Texas. Cameras, surveillance state. It is a whole new world out here. It's wild. Uh, I, I miss, the, like, the fresh air and mountains. But uh, I'm having the greatest time ever meeting all of these incredible humans. It's, this is, like, actual... URL to IRL, to IRL. moment. URL to IRL. Dude, that's yeah. so good. That's so good. And it was like this evening, we all finally got to meet uh, 
Uh, you know all of the doctors from the wellness company, Dr. McCullough. It was like truly an honor. Uh, and you know, just being in this moment, uh, it was kind of like what Dr. McCullough just said, you never know who's gonna be courageous. And you know, I guess in 2020, I never would have imagined being a mom that would have you know, done anything else besides being a mom. And yeah. doing that has brought us to um, different places in the world and different people and new experiences. And I feel so blessed and so honored to be sharing our mission actually across the world. I know. Yeah. So we're excited about tomorrow. Yeah. That's tomorrow. Is, that what, is that when it starts or is, are you doing an event tonight? Well, this is our event. This is the event tonight. But no, okay. tomorrow is the Spike Symposium. And so everybody, you can go to twc.health and find more information there. But we're going to be streaming, too. So go follow up. You can follow Just Injected on our Instagram, and you'll find lots of reels. Or you can follow TWC, too, because we're going to be doing all sorts of panels tomorrow. We're going to be work, working our way through all the different topics of Spike. Yeah. Have you guys had a lot of interactions with the older Dallas whores that crawl through that city? Hey, hey, Jenna, Jenna Bush is like 30, bro. That's not even nice. Is she weird? I have, I have no, I thought the Bush twins never left Texas. I thought they had like some sort of moratorium or like permanent ankle bracelet. Something like that. <laughs> I didn't know there was twins in the Bush family. Yeah. So yeah, wait a minute. What? Christ. What? what? Okay. okay. Jenna and Barbara Bush, when oh. when uh, W was in the White House, and they were they were mere teens. They got in a bunch of trouble for having fake IDs and stuff like that. Get caught drinking. They're carrying on the family tradition, basically. So I don't know why you'd want to get on them. Uh, you know. Yeah, okay. dude. Imagine yeah, the moose knuckle on Barbara Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that's fucking, that's that's fucking invade Iraq pussy. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Uh, fucking her pussy alone killed 500,000 innocent Iraqis. Yeah, exactly. That was it. I mean, essentially, essentially, it did, man. I mean, God. In a way. In a Maybe, way, it, it it was associated. It was, it was not, associated. It was it was it was definitely. It was correlation. It was correlation, not causation. Correlation. Exactly. That's totally true, man. That's totally true. Uh, so wow. All right. Cool. So I mean, there's there's just so much there's so much to talk about here. Like I know there's a lot going on on your guys' end, but like at the same time, while all of this is going on, we have like literally the launch of the injected site happening. Like like yes. as, like as we're speaking, like. It, like it's well, so close, you guys. I gotta tell you. So we get a lot of support emails. Everyone's asking. Everyone's emailing, saying like, "When's it gonna be out? When's it gonna be out?" I know, you guys. I know it's so close, but we're we're literally just doing the last. Some of you, yeah. It, you know. it is out. Yes. Time to answer the survey. You wanted to come by. You already got first in line. Um, right. We've yep. got our amazing testers that are already in the system right now, doing their profiles and send messages and we're matching and we're having all kinds of fun over here already um so next week we're going to open the floodgates a little bit more mm -hmm. we're going to look for a larger group of our injected members to come connect with us yeah. that's awesome that's awesome and so we're just like literally just getting the last little little fixes worked out and then it's just back in business baby so it's, it's really 
and we are so excited. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's pretty cool. Like I have to say, from what I've seen so far, it's like it's it's really just like okay, this is this is the real deal, you know. So. And it couldn't have been possible without our incredible health from the wellness company. They're out of yeah. the picture. Yeah. I, I, we'll I will say, just if it wasn't for this little guy, I would totally be on the website tomorrow. There you go. Uh, it, it looks amazing. I mean, it's a little fast. He gets a bit jealous. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, there, we, we it's not only for singles and dating, right? There's still there's community. What's that? What's for my wife? Yeah. <laughs> when she sees me on a what do I tell her? Well, because you're in, she's in the profile picture. No, you guys, you guys, yeah, you guys make a profile together. You guys make a profile together, and you say that you know, husband and wife, we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta be very, gotta be very clear about what you're looking. We're looking for chick. We're looking for like eggs. Organic vegetables. We're looking for sh people like to yeah. shoot. That's what we're looking. You looking for organic eggs, raw milk, organic vegetables. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, you could turn all of those into euphemisms. Yeah, man. I guess yeah. you're right. gonna have to be way more, way <laughs> more we specific. We're, we're looking for raw milk. <laughs> Who's got the raw? Milk? <laughs> need that great. They need that triple A A two organic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just or just just put in your bio. Just put raw. That's raw. it. And you'll get vegetables. You'll get women who want to have sex without condoms. You'll get the whole fucking <laughs> entire. Yeah. We, we, if anybody watched episode two. Uh, yeah. Mr. McCullough. I mean, Zach, Zach has a pussy bomb, so we're doing yep. really good. <laughs> yeah. Where is was. where is Dr. McCullough? Get it back in here. I got a fucking drop one on him. Come on. But you know what? I will say on the way. Oh well, just meeting Dr. McCullough and his wife Maha. They are so in love, and they are truly a remarkable couple. And today is their anniversary. Their wedding. Oh really? And truly, I think something that is very true is, you know, a, a measure of a man is the smile on the woman next to him. And Maha absolutely glows and she's very in love and they are so sweet. And uh, I wish he would come back in here and tell us his funny story that he told us on the car right over yeah. about their courtship. When they were dating, so we're not going to get that later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That might have to be a bonus episode. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right on. Right on. Well, shoot, man. Uh, well, we've got a cruise, guys. It's a little yeah. bit later okay. for us. We'll okay. Ready for yeah, go for it. We're so stoked that we got to come by. Yeah, this is great. This is great. You guys are the best. Have fun. Enjoy. You see, and one of the reasons why we wanted to support the Injected Girls was because they're uh, they're fighting fire with love. Uh, they're bringing people closer together. They're doing an amazing job, and they're making it fun in the process. So okay. they always have a special place in our hearts, and we will always support them. So, on behalf of the Wellness Company, uh, on behalf of Foster Colson, who couldn't be here tonight, um, thank you guys for having us. It's been a pleasure. Well, let me, and I have a very special thank you to the Wellness Company. You could have gotten very angry at my choice of language over the past uh, 23 episodes, but you've chosen not to, and I'm very grateful for that. Never. We don't cancel. We don't cancel anybody. We don't cancel anybody. <laughs> you do 
Thank you. I will continue to do so. I will continue to do so. All right, guys, we'll have tons of fun. I need pictures. I need videos. I need all kinds of good stuff for when you get back. We're going to like. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Have a good time. Bye. All right. There you go. Thank you for letting me hijack your show. There you go. There you go. Well, Steve, we won't want anybody here but you. Okay. So now, now it's going to get interesting. <laughs> we got about another 40 minutes or so. Now back to Barbara Bush. <laughs> now back to Barbara's Bush here. Everybody, you know, I tell you what, this is the, this is the nightmare episode for the people that don't like it when we use foul language. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, this is the worst possible scenario. So parental advisory, anybody that's here is not down with foul language uh just go ahead and you can go, you can go. don't we have a we have a disclaimer on the, we do. the beginning we of the show have a disclaimer at the beginning of the show it's like this is an adult after hours laid back comedy show and if you don't like it get the fuck out of here this may be one of the first times that there have been three people with varying stages of gingivitis on camera <laughs> true at the same time and, and I believe that that at least two of us are are have actually managed to like kiss a girl. So there's hope. It's two thirds. That's that's sixty six point six 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 percent. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I can prove it. I can prove it right now. What was up? Uh oh. Uh oh. I, I mean, I could prove it too. I don't know if she wants to, but that's all right. She's over there watching her show. So there we go. <laughs> I have mine buried in the back. <laughs> she's, she's in the cage. She's normally she's in the cage. Jack liked his coffee like he, like he likes his women, which yeah. is ground up and in the freezer. <laughs> there you go. There you she's go. She's got enough air for four more hours. We're fine. Uh, so so a couple more things while we're, while we're hanging out with everybody. So normally we open up the phone lines, take phone calls, but we don't really have the infrastructure to do that. Um, normally Shelby and Heather handle that with because they have the phone that they call in on. So can't really take phone calls tonight, but what we can do is we can uh, open up the video line. So if anybody wants to hop on uh, via video, you know, clean up your room, uh, comb your hair, turn on your webcam and hop on. So uh, I'm going to put those links up in the Rockfin and the StreamYard, or excuse me, Rockfin and the Rumble. And you don't have to be on video. Just turn your video off if you don't want to be on video. And that's, true, that's, to, true. that's true. That's true. But you still want to video chat in. Exactly, exactly. So there you go. So we got the links going in the Rockfin and the Rumble. And there you go. And there you so if it. you're a disgusting pig and you wanna <laughs> you wanna go ahead and video chat, don't worry. Yeah. Just block the camera. Just turn the just, camera off, have your audio on, and you can just chat it up. And maybe maybe we can help work through some of that stuff, right? It you know what's crazy? Every time I get into a scenario where I have like a scientist or I'm speaking to like a scientist or I'm interviewing somebody who's from the medical field. I feel the need to, to have to like use medical terms to them as if they are like testing me. I, it's very bizarre, but every time I get like a, a figure like that, like the group of people that we were listening to, that we were just speaking to, it's like, I feel the need to drop like medical terms that I know yeah. to like, to like, one up i don't even know why i'm doing it <laughs> yeah well it's just yeah i know what you mean you got to kind of like you know just show them that you you can hang you can hang right right yeah it's it's no no i promise i'm i'm really not as stupid as i look I, yeah. i'm supposed <laughs> to be here yeah. It's, yeah against all you know visual representation i am i'm supposed to be here yes i've earned i've earned my spot here for sure yeah yeah it's Man. like the first time Peter McCullough was on, I think I, I think I dropped the term ACE2 cell receptor. Yeah. 
not really knowing what it was, but I remember <laughs> I used it in a sentence and I'm like, that's pretty. I remember I was like, after the sentence was done, I was like, that'll do. That's fine. Even if I didn't use it exactly correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I don't think he's, he's going to call him on the morning show where, where I asked him a question and he was like, that's an excellent question. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there was like just a hint. Just a hint of surprise behind it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what? This guy? What is this yeah, Every guy? time, I, every time, like, it's like, it's the same thing. It's like when, when you ask a question, they go, very good question. It's the same thing that you get when you order something at a restaurant. They're like, that's a very good dish. I very much recommend it. Good <laughs> choice. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Good. Is it good. Really? good. It's <laughs> yeah. like getting ear scratchings if you're a yeah. dog. You oh. know, it's a little extra. Yeah, I think did McCullough say you're looking hot, Zach? Like, is that what he, he said? did? Yeah, he dude, did. That's, that's that's a I hate to break time. it to everybody. I know it's on their 35th anniversary, but Dr. McCullough and I are embroiled in the passionate love affair, and <laughs> we will continue to do so, and we will now be public about it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, yeah, right on. So uh, actually, well, we do have a we do have a caller, a video caller. So we have Valerie. What's going on, Valerie? If she loads, uh, let's see. Looks like the video. We'll we'll try again here in a sec once the video pops on. But uh, anyway, um, Did we have Valerie on last week or something. I think this is a return caller. Yes, 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 yes. Um, she attended a protest, so she may be a protest. little black and blue. Yeah, possibly, perhaps. I um, think she. I think she's from Canada, and I Canada. I yep, yep, yep. Do you know what's crazy about Canada and like the UK? The cops. Isn't it true that they don't carry guns or something? I've I've heard stuff like that. I've like they don't like carry. I, I, I they just check. have the batons and like the mace and the tasers, but they don't carry guns. Is that a, is that true or am there I? There are units. There's special units that that all carry guns, and there's a Let's whole bunch of different times that they can access firearms. But as a general rule, on patrol, more often than not, uh, I, unarmed with bullets. That's interesting. Yeah, it says that they do. It says that uh man, so I know, I've heard like some carry guns now. Yeah, it says the Royal, Royal Mounted Police do carry guns. Let me see, French police carry guns. What about a uh, UK police? UK I tell you what, that's kind of cool. Guns. You ride around well, on horseback. Royal Mounted Police, sure, but if you've got like a Toronto City cop or something, it might be different. Okay, so here you go. Here's what you might be thinking. So in North Ireland, all police officers carry firearms, whereas in the rest of the United Kingdom, firearms are carried only by specially trained firearms officers. So yeah, well, in North Ireland, you fucking it, it, either 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 Ireland, you yeah. better yeah, yeah you better have a gun. Yeah, you better e either Ireland. Either but they're different yeah but the it's in there's an ireland in the name yeah uh this looks like valerie's camera's working what's going on valerie valerie can you hear us hello yeah um i don't know not too much it's friday night yeah, yeah i can hear you i can hear you can you hear me we can hear you yes yes how so did we, the uh how did you the yeah we can hear you we can I think hear there's you. a bit of a lag but um yeah what uh how did the you said that you were oh, attending weird. a pro you got to turn the broadcast off um, if you didn't do that let me close the other tab i hope you weren't this delayed during the protest because they're trying to stream the thing and then the other thing now am i synced up better uh yeah let's try it let's roll with it oh for so uh, yeah you you went to a protest is that what's going on <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, no one in the fake left fucking listened. It's fine. It's how it usually is. Um, mm. But we try. We try to say, hey, this, this has all the hallmarks of a realigning election. You're going to bleed to death over 30 years. Oh, it's Climate Justice Edmonton. Um, the people who don't want to talk to the... the... Climate and... Justice Edmonton sounds super enjoyable. Yeah. Okay. Climate Adjustment, it, that sounds like a nickname they gave to a guy named Edmonton. Right. Yeah, that's, that's Climate Adjustment Edmonton. Yeah, yeah, he's fi just fine. Just if when he speaks, just don't talk to you. He'll go away. Right, right. His his mom used to bring orange slices. I don't know. <laughs> he hanged out. They say they were late. She kept injecting them with fentanyl. They they asked her to leave. She said, "Miss, please, will you leave?" And then she got in a Rav Four and she drove through a crowd of protesters. It's it's a long story, but he uh, he's doing okay now. He owns a chain of hotels, <laughs> and uh, for uh, a short stint, he was actually dating Paris Hilton. Wow. So climate just uh, climate justice Edmonton would. You know he's fine. <laughs> he's doing fine. He is now uh, now one of three people about to be uh, on the short list for CEO of Target. Yeah. What? Yeah. D did so? You know what's crazy? Not Target, but skipping to another uh, like you know social justice warrior brand. They said that uh, Modelo passed surpassed Bud Light as the most drank beer in America, but Anheuser Busch owns both. So it's like it doesn't fuck. It doesn't matter. Well, but, you know, it's probably just a big pump and dump or it's like, you know, with, with the ESG thing, it's like you get all these companies. And it's like, OK, it's your turn this time. Like, wasn't it like I was just talking to my gal earlier about this. Like, wasn't it this time last year, uh, like June Pride Month? Like the big one was Instacart. You guys remember that Instacart? They had the big uh it was like a commercial, like the bottom friendly, like meal plan, like where I was like, here's here's stuff to eat if you're a bottom that doesn't make things all shitty. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, that's actually, you know what? <laughs> you know, it's not like, a horrible idea. And, like, you know, it's not a bad, I mean, it's great, great suggestions. But then that was like the, I, I remember there being all the craziness popping off like last year. So it's like, okay, Instacart, it's your turn. Now it's this year. It's like, okay, Bud Light, Target, it's your turn. So it's, you got to take one for the team. We're going to plunge your stock price and then we're going to buy it all back up. And then in six months, you'll be right back where you were no one's no one's talking about it anymore no one's watching it's all just a pump and dump dude that is a genius pump and dump using yeah. esg using to... esg to pump and dump corporations one by one your turn your turn your turn well yeah. let's i mean anheuser bush itself is owned by inbev which is a company out of prague i think i think it's a czech-based company but it's like the largest distributor of beer on the the arctic basin Damn. Yeah, I don't know. All right. You know what's crazy? The the MLB MLB's uh, ESG score just came back and they got a C plus. And I'm like, half of them pro are like not legal. They came it's over not, here. It's not about it's not about the Cubans. They're they're on the bad list or the mm -hmm. Dominicans. They're they're on the mm, as long as you stay a shortstop. Yeah. List. But yeah. but it's it's about whether or not you're pushing the your hot dog vendor has the right ESG score or your merch company has the right, all of the stuff that runs through it. If your parking attendants aren't, you know, multicultural and stuff. Mentally like handicapped. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I got to ask, so Valerie, uh, do you have a profile on injected? Have you been on injected? Are you an injected member? I am. I've tried to, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm pure love, pure blood. Um, 
I uh, I haven't gotten a profile recently. I tried to get one earlier, but you know, I mean, the site's yeah. in the handles like a shopping cart phase. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll take another run at it because you yep. know. Uh, yep. So, so the new the new site's going to be launching this, this like was, here this, this week. This was the most lonely making three years of most of our lives. Yeah, for sure. You know, oh, I killer. can definitely relate right. to that. I, I will. I'll t I'll tell you. You know, I'll get to try it out. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what what are you Speaking looking? Speaking of, I don't know why they don't just like take off a letter green. Yeah. Oh, what's oh, that? Other girls. What's a letter green? Yeah. yeah well, what was that again? What, the, a, the delay they is take off a letter grade for the ableism of having the letter candidate. grade. That's all I'm saying. It's not real base. Is it that bad? That's oh. not true. That's not yeah. true. You take that shit back. Like, that is see, not see, fucking true. No, until you until you get rid of the designated hitter. Listen, I don't care how it identifies. If there's a designated hitter, it's not fucking base. I don't want to hear about this American League shit. Listen, DH is fine. Everybody loves a game of, of hitters. Okay. We want an offensive game. I don't want to, I don't want to and listen, I like a web gem as much as the next guy, but we love bombs. Okay. It's, it is important to keep that DH in there because also it, it hit like, it's nice to know that there's a person on the team whose uh, value on the team hinges on one skill and one skill only. Okay. It's fun. I like a DH. I I have I have saying, a <clears throat> what you're saying is no, not only do that, one player, one position player that relies on skill, one skill and skill alone, the pitcher. But you are entitled and special and deserve two players. Yes, that have that distinction, meaning that you are incapable of fielding one player that fits the bill fully. You and, yes. and that's okay. I mean, it, it, being inferior is okay. No, okay. that's this you is gotta I, accept I, it and move forward. <laughs> what are your I, thoughts? There's there's, yeah. there's no number of 280 seasons that is worth watching Bartolo come in the first double. Sorry. Just just no. And, and the fact is, <laughs> I get to be forever salty about the fact that he totally hit a triple in Miami and did not fucking leg it out. Bartolo Colon. He did. He did. His double He's, Miami, that man had a triple. And, and I, it will forever bother me. And I I, I invented the Bartolo offensive output meter on Reddit. So like I'm, I'm, I love pitchers hitting because you get paid millions of dollars a year and you have to do a part of your job that you're bad in relation to everyone else. Like you're just embarrassing, but you're on the green on the roulette wheel. Like that hundred, when they get a hit, get a clutch hit, it is game changing. It is just, no, Bartolo is, I love Bartolo's life and why I would just, decided to trade for him when he was when they built a band box of a ballpark is beyond me yeah let's get the guy who pitches to contact and let's the 380 outfield ball i don't know i don't even bartolo know colon, bartolo cologne is well, the most electrifying worry. player <laughs> that's ever lived Go. outside of maybe M manny ramirez and um, I, I do, I tell you, yes. here's what I actually will say. I don't see Bartolo Colon ever getting, I, I don't think he got the vaccine. That motherfucker. <laughs> are you kidding me? That guy is a fucking a bowling ball with, I, and by the way, I just, he looks stubborn to me. <laughs> no, no, he no, seems no. He's, stubborn he's, he's to me. He stopped at platelet rich plasma. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a beautiful injected man. There you go. There you go. Well, Valerie, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say yeah. is like, well, why don't you like, yeah. like no, look for, it's... look for the new drop of unjected coming this, this God, I hope this week, this week, there's been a lot of like stuff behind the scenes. We've been trying to like fix a lot of like, you know, this and that, but it's going to be awesome. Sign up, get a profile, come back and let us know what you think of it. Okay. Let's do that. All right. All right. I will totally do that. 
Okay, right. the, the delay, the delay is an issue. So I, I see the many, I see the many cams thing. Like I think that that might be like a third party webcam system or something you got going on, and that might be causing the delay. If you can just do straight feed into like your phone yeah. or your laptop, whatever, like that'd be the move. So, so, but but check in next week, all right? Or check in when I'll, you know when you can. All right. all right, all right. Have a good night. Eleven. All right, there you go. There goes Valerie. Thank you, Valerie, so much for tuning in. So there you go. I'm not going to lie. I did not see myself having a conversation about DMLB with Valerie. I didn't know I didn't know any of the words you guys were saying. I'm like, what is? what are these words? I don't even know, man. DH is a designated hitter. It's, it's okay, I knew what, that. I knew that. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, yeah. MLB allows, uh, you know, hitters to hit four pitchers in the lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. No, I I know. I'm just joking, dude. I, I don't have time to do sports, dude. Like I haven't like watched sports in so long. And then now with all the nonsense that's happened to it, it's just like I just can't. Just can't. I see. I like I went the opposite way. I, I felt like, you know, there's there's only like the real the real way as an individual to handle all the crazy shit that's happening right now is to just one, stop fucking listening to it and watch just do shit that you like don't fucking don't envelop yourself in crazy sh- i mean don't be uninformed but don't envelop your shit or envelop yourself in crazy shit that's just going to make you upset or whatever do other things right just literally do because that's what they want you to do they want you to get sucked in and then all of a sudden you're fucking queuing on don't get sucked in you got to watch fucking sports and you got to fucking get jacked and you got to do steroids and you got to do things. You have to live your life that y- your mother and the women in your life start to worry about you. That's that's how you <laughs> that's how you should live through this. It's how you combat what they're trying to do. That's awesome. Well, hey, Steve, I got to ask, did you meet your girl on Injected? <laughs> so I would have. I would have yeah. were it not for Ryan Christian. Oh, really? Tell uh, us more. So, okay. I guy I was uh, Ash was back here for this. That's but, awesome, uh, dude. So happy for you. That's awesome. So, uh, a couple of years ago, during the whole lockdown thing, um, she started watching Last American Vagabond. Ryan uh, has often, to, uh, to his graciousness, talked up my shows. She started watching my, my show. Um, and then last year, uh, slid into my DMs. Wow! Wow! And said, and, and, and as it worked, as it turns out, uh, her grandfather was a famous poster artist from mm-hmm. back in the the hippie days, uh, and so he had done a whole bunch of artwork that was kind of even still topical to some stuff that we were talking about on the show. So she sent me a picture of that and was like, Hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so she, she sent me art and and complimented my show. So I messaged her back. Uh, And and then we just haven't stopped talking ever since. So I owe Ryan a fruit basket for sure. He was on the show. He was on the show last week. Yeah. We had him on last week. Yeah. He's a good yeah, looking guy. No, I was I in fact I'm skipping uh part of my my autonomy lecture right now to do this, but I was that's where I was last week. But yeah. now hold on, you're doing autonomy, dude. So here's what happened, man. I Ryan's the uh fundraiser show. Yeah, right, where he had yeah. that big ass like five thousand yeah. people come through and yeah, you know, you were like, let's auction off a guitar and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um 
on that, but I was on with Jay Dyer and Rich, and we were talking about my oldest son. Their education oh, came up, and I was like, I had a kid in high school, and Rich offered uh, an audit of the class to uh, my kid and then me by extension. So oh, that's, that's awesome. How that came about. Well, t- well tell us, t- well, I mean, let's talk about that for a minute. So that's, you know, autonomy is a really cool program, really cool. Uh, I mean, they're friends of the show. I mean, I, I'm a season eight graduate. I went through autonomy last season, dude. And it's like, uh, it was, it was a game changer really in a lot of ways. Like I learned so much. A lot of the stuff I, I implement now is stuff that I learned through autonomy. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think what so it, far? I, yeah, what is it? I guess I don't. I don't even know what yeah. it is. So, what do you well, think? There, there. It's it, it's a handful of different things, but it, in terms of what it offers, it, it offers you a way to um, unschool yourself from all of the wrong ways that you grew up learning. It offers you the ability to learn what your own personal worth is if you're trying to make it on your own if you're trying to strike out or even if you're trying to be a, a better employee inside of a network um it it just teaches you a whole bunch of different life skills and uh by extension job marketplace skills and mm-hmm. connects you with a bunch of other people in a way that like I don't know. I don't think a university does by any extent. I, I kind of went to one. I know a bunch of college graduates. There, there's no debt peonage. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, a whole, you know, micro university course rolled into three months and you unlearn 18 years of school and then learn four to seven years of school in a very condensed version. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, some of the, some a lot of it's like geared towards like online digital marketing, that sort of stuff. Like, especially in like specifically for like what we're doing here, like podcasting, like it's all like directly correlated to that stuff. So it's pretty cool. And anybody that's familiar with Richard Grove's work, you know, that he's just like a freaking madman when it comes to like disseminating information. And so, and he's got a passion for like, you know, the unschooling re-education type stuff. Not, not, not the, 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 <laughs> the their kind of re-education, like the, the, but like the, the yeah, John Paul Gatto stuff. Yeah. 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 John Taylor Gatto. John, John Taylor Gatto. Gatto. That was John my name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not like uh what is that? Like the weather underground type of re-education. Oh, that's like, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Go like, get your like, Bill Ayers like, diploma. Yeah, yeah. The Bill Ayers diploma. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of <laughs> stuff. But like, you know, but, but, but the real type of re-education and like the first like bit of autonomy, like the first few courses are literally just, or the first few, uh, what do you ever call Le- uh, lectures are literally like it takes you from like, let's say you've never thought about these topics. You'd say you've never even considered the fact that maybe the school system's broken or that we weren't properly educated. Right. And then just kind of takes you down the path. And it's like, Oh shit. Damn dude. It's, it's mind blowing. But I mean, you know, and then, and then, and then it's like, okay, so here's some skills you can use to actually like, uh, uh, you know, build what your offer is to the world as an entrepreneur, Cause it's really geared around towards like making you an entrepreneur. Like here's how to become like, take your skill set, identify your skill set, build up what your offer is, and then take your offer to market. That's really what the whole, what an entrepreneur is. And a lot of these, for me, the biggest takeaway I had was a lot of these things had never been like explained to me. I didn't even understand like what an entrepreneur was really. It's like a person who, 
develops an offer, takes that offer to market. And then your success is dependent on how many times you make, take that offer to market and you get people that buy it, whatever your offer is. If it's like you're a video editor or if you're mow lawns or whatever it is, it's like, here's my offer. I mow lawns. I advertise to like a thousand homes. I get 20 people that respond. Bam. If I give it to 10,000 homes, then that means I'll get 200 people responding. Now I got to hire employees. You know, it's just a matter of building your offer and taking it to market. That's it. I'm like, damn, really? That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. It's kind of crazy shit like that. Or even just like, like, what is a problem? There's another big one I learned. I was like, what is a problem? A problem is a lack of a skill, a lack of skill and or resources. And so what is the solution? It's the implementation of a skill and a resource. <laughs> it's like, what the hell, dude? Like, that's it. Okay. Gotcha. I, I, you know, so I, I did something similar, but I read a, a book um, and it was all about, you know, re-education and, and how to, to uh, market yourself. It was written by a, a, a man named Joseph Goebbels. <laughs> I don't know if anybody, you know, he's very, he's a fringe author. <laughs> Not many people know who he is, but uh, I, you know, it was a very interesting <laughs> book. Very yeah, interesting but... book. Very uh, successful methods. Uh, you know, Post-World War One. <laughs> was where it saw the pinnacle of it of its success i think well i mean a lot of that tradition is carried on here into the united states as well you know like we're very much what we see today is a direct result of the work that he did back in the 30s right yeah goebbels uh, did have a he has a legacy that's <laughs> quite the legacy oh that's hilarious and and but but even still like you know bernays like all these guys like they're they're marketing stuff that they implemented back in the day i mean that's still like textbook what what's being used against us today still you you know what's fun because we're dropping a lot of like uh, you know names that just you know intellectuals and uh, one of the things that i wonder about is how intellectuals from the past would have reacted to uh you know the circumstances of today particularly around covid and, mm -hmm. and you know like one world government type of stuff and one in particular that i i w wonder about is how Christopher Hitchens would respond to everything that's been happening. Um, okay. Okay. You know, he's, he's, he's fair, you know, he's fairly liberal, but he hated PC culture. He was very blunt and he was not in any way, shape or form afraid to go against an establishment narrative. So with those three, you know, things kind of coalescing, I, I, I wonder where he would have found himself, um, you know, specifically on the vaccine. I wonder if he would have been pro or anti. And I, you know, I'd like to because I like him and I, I've read his his stuff and I've, I've listened to a lot of his stuff. Um, so I'd like to say, you know, he would agree with me because I'm selfish that he would have been against the vaccine or at least against mandated vaccines but you never know there's a yeah. lot of people who 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 took an opinion that you're like what that it, this is a weird i never would have thought you would be on that side so I, it's interesting to to look at you know back at at uh, throughout history you look at intellectuals throughout history and and try to you know see where they would have been in today you know where they would have been on 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 which on which side yeah that's a good question man i mean i don't know like, uh, what was, so I'm reading up on him a little bit here. So it says Christopher Hitchens was a British American author, journalist who's widely regarded as one of the most influential atheists of the 20th and 21st centuries. 
okay, author of 18 books. So is that kind of his claim to fame? Like So he, he, he really, toward the end of his career, that's what he focused on. It wasn't it wasn't his entire career. He he kind of got into it the last years of his life. Um, not the last years, like the last three years, maybe the last decade of his profession. But early on, he really was political. He, he didn't, so can we look to other atheists, modern day atheists and kind of extrapolate? What yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, so, so like so, Sam Harris, for example. Exactly. Right? Well, oh, Sam, Sam Harris on the Sam Harris on the vaccine and like the election, like Trump yeah. versus Biden. It's like this is a person who's clearly very, very intelligent, very articulate. Yeah in the past has been able to reason very well to take a, to take a, you know, a question and just kind of a priori break it down and explain why he thinks this is the way it should be solved. And for the most part, because he was so specific and because he took you, you know, step by step and every step of the way he was very rational about it. You'd go, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. And then for some reason, when it came to, you know, the Trump thing or the vaccine thing, it's like he just he completely sort of veered off the avenue that he had he had established for years throughout his career. So it's very again, I'd like to say Hitchens or whoever, you know, name whatever intellectual you want to name. You'd like to think, OK, they'd be on my side because that means I'm on the side of the intellectual. But you never know. You never fucking know. The intellectual. Sam Harris doesn't have uh, doesn't have a a lot independent of his institutional security, though. Yes. You know what I mean, in the same way that like Noam Chomsky never had anything without his institutional security in the same way that most of the intellectuals that came out on the side of the science didn't have shit outside of that institutional security. So it, it Hitchens maybe a little different. Like he's, I see him going a very similar route <clears throat> to the one that Bill Maher did where he was, he was initially kind of caught up in, in the nonsense um, about nine months into it, six months even. There were, you know, some test balloon questions that were were flown up. And then over the ensuing year and a half, two years, really kind of came around on it to where it was like, hey, this doesn't have anything to do with health, huh? Mm -hmm. You know, I yeah. and, and I, that may be a generous interpretation. It may be an egregious interpretation and he would have seen through it. But, around the same time that you know there were a bunch of us going hey but wait didn't you all just say you were gonna do this exact thing and now yeah. this exact thing is happening oh so we're supposed to just believe it's organic yeah exactly i mean that's it's the most shocking insane thing ever man and then you know it's, it's just there i mean you think it's, it's almost like we could take wagers like have like a, a bingo card or what is it like the guy that's like all right my my wager for the month is like, you know, who's going to come turn tail and come to our side this month? Like, just like in the most chicken shit way. I mean, I don't know. Should we, should we welcome him back? If like Sam Harris came out tomorrow and was like, all right, you guys. Yeah. You know, I kind of messed up. What do you, what do you guys I mean, think? if he comes out and says, yeah, never mind. I, I was wrong. I, yeah. I'd be, that'd be cool. That's be fine. Cool that. I'd be cool with that. What? I, I think people should probably be like people, Americans, especially when it comes to politics, they hate when a politician changes their mind on something. Yeah. 
it's like, I don't, I like that. I like yeah. that. It's like, wow. that's pretty good. At least, you know, it, the fact that they have the ability to change their mind and they, and they will come out and say, I was wrong about this. I changed my mind. It's like, you know, pretty good for, for an American politician. Pretty good. It's pretty uh, normal characteristic that that's shining through your, your, your wicked fucking outer layer of, mm -hmm. of you know, under normal circumstances, it would demonstrate strength of character, personal growth, and the type of skill that you would want out of a, a leader or a mentor or an educator or an intellectual. But when it comes to very specific narrative-based issues, a change of opinion is akin to, you know, full the, full heresy. It's full heresy. Have you guys, did you show the clip of the uh, Australian comic that was talking about regretting getting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We did play that clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, I mean, that guy, that's what I want to hear from Sam Harris. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, but let me tell you something that the, the intellectual dark web, if you were, uh, if you remember the group of guys, yeah, it, was, uh, that. it was like Harris, Sam Harris, Jordan Peterson, the Weinstein brothers yeah. and uh, uh, Dave Rubin. It's like that crumbled. They I think all... they were trying to. I think they're trying to cram Joe Rogan in there too. Joe wrote he yeah <laughs> he kind of he hosted them so they were like yeah. you're in it yeah. too and he's like yeah I also have like Theo Vaughn on so it's like yeah I, I, I don't know what <laughs> it's just kind of a right you know I fucking... do shows with Eddie Bravo yeah I had yeah, Alex yeah. Jones on dude you fucking yeah. he had McCullough on like it's yeah he's kind of a Rogan's a wild card. Well, he I just had a uh, RFK on. Have you guys checked out that one yet? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the episode, the no. full episode. I've only seen clips. Steve, lay it on us. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Well, okay, look, man, he's a fantastic. He's a fantastic speaker. He's got a ton of great stories. He's got a lot of. Uh, he can recall information. It. He's. Uh, but I can't. I can't couch any of that with i vow to be a champion for israel and all of the stuff like the i asked because pasta popped in on the show today uh and he had asked rfk jr a question mm -hmm. about you know did regarding his roger waters thing and all of that and where do you you know and he had to to prompt rfk jr uh to even recognize the existence of Palestinians, which is weird because RFK Jr. starts with automatically, well, Israel has a right to exist, and I believe that they should be able to defend them. Yeah, like, and that's the the mantra, you know, hail Fauci, full of grace, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. uh, and you you have to you have to ask, regardless of what the guy thinks he could do in the White House domestic policy wise where that sits with his multiple times stated like not not just devotion to but commitment to the preservation of the state uh, of israel especially when you consider that it's israel that partnered with pfizer yeah i was gonna say isn't there a lot of israeli money in our pharmaceutical companies i just i mean it is a circle that i can't square the, in my own head because of how intrinsically connected the state of israel and the netanyahu government be you guys remember that clip from earlier in the year where he was like yes we use the entire country as a laboratory yep. not only that but we have dna registry 
It will be super. Go ahead to 140 countries. It's a huge genetic data. You know, like, I, I don't know why I'm making them Ukrainian now. Yeah, but, yeah. Right. Uh, but I mean, huge genetic database of over 140 com- uh, countries that Israel alone has a, a nice little sample for that they can lay on top of the health data of every single one of their citizens. And this is, you know. Yeah. Okay, so it's, you know, it's that's that's weird for me. Having said all of that, let me go ahead and do the the, you know try and like dodge some of the the bullets um of course it's probably a good idea that that this conversation that his his other points proliferate he goes out of his way on rogan to say that he's not the vaccine candidate i'm not running on covid i'm not running on the vaccines i want to restore the middle class i want to block you know and all oh, he of says the, all that he's not oh, like, that's that's like the big thing dude. he says i don't ever want to talk about it and i'm probably never going to have the opportunity to lay it out like i laid it out now and you know blah 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 he, he's like the you know I'll, I'll talk about it if i'm asked about it he says, but I'm not running on this. I'm running to restore the middle class. I'm running to, you know, do, do these. Uh, and it's a standard, you know, kind of candidate thing, which, um, hey, if you're running for president and you've got the largest platform on the world, you know, on the face of the earth, make your message appealable to the most possible ears. I understand that. Sure. I do. But you still got to take a hard stance, man, sometimes with this shit. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, it's just it. Okay, so it it comes down to if he's just playing the game and he just has to say this stuff in order to get elected, then you're automatically comfortable with acknowledging that you're putting a liar into that seat. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it's you want the smoothest possible liar because you think you might get something out of your agenda out of putting him into that position. And, and that's that's you know that's choice you want to make. That's the, by all means go God. I I I'm anti-state, so I elect. Yeah, there not you go. Select, you know. This is very much point. what happened with Trump, right? A lot of promises to 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 people. He framed it. He be you know he put a facade up as like a he's just a he's just a guy, dude. He guys. He says cuss words. Okay, he's a, he's just a fucking average blue collar man. And then he got in office and none of the promises came true when he he fucking he did nothing but add to the swamp, nothing but add to the swamp. Um, you know, it's he you know, every everybody who who listens to this is probably, um, you know, was skeptical about the vaccine rollout. Well, he was the one that expedited the vaccine rollout. Yeah, um, I kind of think I kind of think he was in on 9-11, too. Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Tell me why. Okay. Okay. So, Steve, have you heard any of this stuff? A little teeny tiny bit, but please tell it. All right. Well, so uh, Owen Benjamin did a couple really good deep dives on this, and I was like, but at that time when he was done, I'm like, okay, I'm convinced. So basically, he found there's this footage of Trump from the morning of 9/11, literally like at like nine whatever in the morning like shortly after the towers got hit and maybe one of them fell or maybe both of them had fallen but they just had both fallen remember everybody in the world was like oh my god what's going on like we had no idea like maybe the, the pentagon just got hit like we're under like what's going to get hit next and be completely under attack like what nobody knew we thought the whole world was ending right we thought that there was like nobody knew but 
there's some footage of some local news station, like ABC, whatever, New York, like that morning, like calling like, all right, we have a Donald Trump on the phone. And Donald's like, yeah, you know, I'm just, you know, it's a tragedy. Really sad what happened. I just called my, uh, my friend, lucky Larry Silverstein, you know, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. And, uh, you know, now my, now my tower, Trump tower is the tallest tower in uh, Manhattan. (laughs) And so, while the rest of the world is freaking out, like what the fuck is going on? He's bragging about now his tower is the biggest tower in New York. So now he must've been the only person in the world that was not panicking at that particular moment because he was in on it and he knew what was happening. Plus, you know, then he shortened part partners up with Rudy Giuliani, you know, his best friend is lucky Larry Silverstein who owned the towers had just taken out the insurance on the towers, made the billions and billions and billions of dollars from it. And they're all just like this little cadre hanging out together. And, uh, yeah, I think Trump Dude. did 9-11. So, so it's like when I go up to like, you know, these these screeching leftists, they're like, I hate Donald Trump. Like, I hate him too, but definitely for not the same reasons you do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. Like, I hate Trump. And you're like, oh, you hate Trump? I think he did 9-11. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, dude. That's the punch. It would have been it would have been hilarious <laughs> if they would have interviewed Donald. They're like, we have Donald Trump on the phone, and he just would have doubled down on his position on the Central Park Five. And they're like, well, no, no, no. What about the towers? He's like, they're guilty. I, I knew it from the beginning and I know it now. It would have been hilarious. He just, he just takes out another ad to usurp the front page of the 9 11 story. He's like, no, 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 Central Park Five. We're going to Central Park Five. <laughs> Guilty as sin. Guilty yeah. as sin. The Central Park Five were responsible for the Twin Towers. Yeah, exactly. That's what the ad says. Exactly. Well, well, here's the other little piece of nugget to that, too. So. So there's some speculation that they're definitely going to give it to him. They're definitely going to give the the next presidency to, to Trump uh, because they, they could not, they couldn't, they can't not do it. Because if you think about it for, he was number 45, right? 45, four plus five is nine. And then he'll be 47. Four plus seven is 11. So he'd be the nine 11 president. Dude, they have to give it to him. They don't have a choice now. It would be smart of the Democrats <laughs> to let a Republican win because then the Republican just has to deal with all the crazy shit and they can just go, see, that's, ex- dude, that's exactly okay. why they did with him in 2016 because they knew this shit was going down. They couldn't get away with it with Hillary. And so they it's probably, to be no, quite honest, you would have had a legitimately armed response. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Honest to God, it fucking if I it, Trump like dodged a bullet by not winning because uh, he like I love how it's like the day after he Biden takes the presidency, you know, everybody starts talking about inflation as if it happens that quick. And he's like, Biden's economy. And it's like, dude, you knew you printed all that. You printed all that money and you knew it was about to go to shit. And he's like, yeah, let him win. Let him yeah. win. Let him fucking yeah. <laughs> let him eat the shit. I'm not gonna do. So yeah. has anybody ever looked at the angle that if you're if you're managing the election if you're really you know long-term pulling strings do you honestly think that you can tell hillary clinton that she's gonna lose uh, let alone lose to donald trump like that's gotta be a shock to her if that doesn't come as a genuine surprise it doesn't sell do you know what I mean? Nobody in the like there had to be a handful of people that, it, it, you know, the Podesta says shit like that, that were kind of like, I see the writing on the wall here, mm-hmm. especially as all of those uh, medical symposiums and the Milken Institute speeches were going on where they're like, we've got to get away from the egg based vaccine. We've mm-hmm. got to push this mRNA technology and so on and so forth. Like, do you, because I don't see a scenario where 
Hillary willingly plays along with taking the L for the greater good. No way. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's going down either, man. That's crazy. So anyway, I don't even know, man. So Trump did 9-11. So Trump did 9-11. They're bringing him back in in 2024 to, cl- to clean up shop and close out this this chapter. And there you go. And there you well, go. he got arrested. So isn't, what are they yeah. going to do? Like, Well, that's just, to, that's just that's to rile up the resistance, man. That's to rile everybody they up. They gave right? him almost twice as many espionage act charges as his administration gave Julian Assange. Wow. That's crazy. He's got wow. 31 espionage act charges. 31. Yeah, that's what he gets. So that's what he gets. Why not 33? Him. Yeah, why not why there? Why not 33? Yeah, why not 33? They might as well, dude. That's so crazy. That's like when that's like when they sued Alex Jones for like nine trillion dollars. It's like, well, just make it a quintillion, one yeah, quintillion. Exactly. Just, at that point, just sue him for his life. Just kill yeah. him. Just shoot him in the head. <laughs> yeah. Shoot him in the face. Like yeah. what? What is it that you're suing? You know you can't collect that amount of money. You're you, suing. What you do is you put him. You give him whatever that paralysis drug is, where you're still awake and you can still yeah. feel pain, but you can't move. And you just have you, you tour him around the country like an old timey carnival attraction where kids can line up to kick him. And that's yeah. how you get your your ta- You know, that's how you get your money out of him. It you is charge every you a nickel a kick, five bucks a kick, whatever inflation. You know. Well, you know what a lot of this is because it's everybody has heard the term political theater, but what we're I, I think some people aren't realizing is with entertainment and with with just any type of stimulus in general, it adheres to the law of diminishing returns. So we constantly need more and more and more. So the only way to keep everybody all fucking riled up and entertained and encapsulated by what's happening is to just do insane shit just do shit that everybody knows that's like it's like when you're watching reality tv where you just suspend your ability to to rationalize the situation and go because if you were rational about watching reality tv you go this is scripted i can tell this is scripted this is not real but you suspend that part of your brain to be entertained this is the same thing you 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 suspend rational thought whilst analyzing political theater because it's more entertaining that way that's how you that's how you uh, that's the only way to consume the product, you know, and so it, there's the law of diminishing returns and, uh, you know, now they need to arrest a presidential candidate and they need Biden to be a corpse where he literally doesn't know where he is and they need fucking RFK, you know, with his violin fucking cord larynx trying to talk, you know, talking about vaccines on Rogan, they need to up the ante. And so all we're seeing is just the, we're seeing like, this is like season 12 where everybody's like, this is like, this does, none of this seems realistic. It's just all fucking explosions. I'm not, I'm not even un- understanding what's happening here, but it, they need it. People need, people need the, the continuing stimuli and they got to up the dose. I just saw a, a thing on Twitter right before we came in where Biden at a speech said, God save the queen, man. <laughs> to like true. To, uh, yeah. True. Let me uh which queen which queen are we talking about? Here, I'll I'll pull it up if you don't go for it. Yeah, mind, yeah. Uh, go 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 sharing go. it here. Let's see. Burr, 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 burr. He was wow, he was referring right. to Doja Cat. He's like, God right? save her. God save her. Uh, let's make that larger and then here we go. 
All right. God save the queen, man. <laughs> that one dropped Mike. Yeah, point. Dude, that's fucking... Where, where was he at? Where was he at? Uh, Don't, dude. He needs to stop fucking running, dude. You taking like uh-huh. 50 <laughs> public falls. Stop fucking running around, dude. You think dude. that every day like sit him down and go, just, just, just walk. Just walk. Just stop walk. jogging. At the Safer Community Summit. So maybe he was trying to be funny. Maybe that's Biden's way of making a joke in the Safer Community Summit was for like the LGBT WKRP community. Yeah, he's like, God save all you queens. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) God save all you queens. Hand to God. I used to to work at Renaissance Festivals in Arizona. The Arizona Renaissance Festival would quietly advertise in gay publications that a particular weekend was a great day for the gay community to come out so it was gay gay days at the renaissance but they sold out of queen of the realm t-shirts every year they would order them like extra i'm not making this up this was a very specific purchase for this weekend and every dude triple xl all the way you know all the way down they had dudes decked out by the hundred in in queen of the realm t-shirts it was freaking hilarious yes sir yes sir <laughs> what <laughs> what was that was that looking- was not all heroes wearing capes Zach. That's what that <laughs> was. i was looking up uh because we were talking about israel i was gonna pull up that stat i don't know if you guys like knew about this but this is uh also came out in the news recently but uh where the hell did that window go hold on Arab entices LGBT Israelis to meet. Yeah, so hold on. This, this is what I was looking at. We'll just drop this truth bomb real quick. Israel's health ministry, no young adults without pre-existing conditions died of COVID-19. No one under 50 died of COVID in Israel, according to this thing, according to the Israel Israel National News. So I was like, and then while I was sitting here looking at this, this, this article popped up. And I'm like, oh, I got to click on that. And stole their cars. That's oh, fucking. Well, that's, I mean, come on. That, now you're just perpetuating the stereotype. Jesus Christ. Look, look, at, look at the image. It's like he's luring them. Luring them. With your little rainbow freaking fan. Uh, so everybody that's listening, it just says, Arab entices LGBT Israelis to meet, abandons them in Palestinian village. And a Palestinian Arab allegedly opened a fictitious profile and dating site. Lord gave men to meet, assaulted them, and stole their cars. And it's just oh, an image. I thought that was Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, probably. It says, I assume, PA. Uh, it says PA, so I thought it was Pennsylvania. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was, uh, oh, wait, I was assuming this was in Israel, and they lured him over to Palestine, dude. Like, that's what I was thinking it was. Palestinian yeah. Authority, yeah, Palestinian yeah. Authority you know Arab. fucking yeah. horny you was have to be <laughs> to cross the border from Israel <laughs> to Palestine <laughs> to get some dick? Holy shit, dude. Isn't Israel supposed to like isn't it supposed to be like one of the most gay friendly places in the yeah, world I anyway? Think... Something like so yep. yeah, you really gotta want that taboo yeah, Palestinian yeah, I think, I... iffy if you're gonna <laughs> risk the checkpoint to go ahead and, and you gotta that's that's like a this, wah, this, wah, this, wah, this... Wahoo Lockbar right there. This, this... <laughs> what you that's I mean, that's some shit, boy. That is. This is this is this definitely screams of a, of a fake story because Israel it does tout themselves as extremely gay friendly. And you're like, well, I'm going to go over to I'm going to venture over to Palestine. <laughs> I'm going to go get me some Hamas. Yeah. 
some him ass, baby. <laughs> I'm like, God. holy shit. This is, that's the wildest fucking thing I've ever heard of. But by the way, that probably also has happened in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That is most certainly happened in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. There was there were some Israeli students on holiday and they fucking, you know, there was an Arab guy who'd been here for a few years and he was sick of the shit. And right. so he Gotta decided he profile. Yep. Yeah. Is it Damn. true that is the Jewish religion is very accepting of homosexuality? I have no idea. I heard I heard Tel Aviv is like the most per capita or something like that. Most know? per capita? Yeah. Like I most homosexuals so. per yeah. capita? Yeah, I think so. Is Tel Aviv a, a very well laid out place? Like what is the what is the you yeah, know, what the, I, the entire city is an Airbnb, Zach. Wow. Yeah, they've got cute little boutiques. I have no idea. But. It's probably gross minimalist bullshit, though. I hate that fucking type of architecture. I feel like that's what modern, like metrosexual, homosexual people, anybody who's like trying to be modern goes minimalist with like all white and black colors. I hate it. I hate modern design it fucking infuriates me minimalist design infuriates me i want traditional i want rustic okay yeah. i want a federal colonial with a with a, a traditional interior i want a craftsman house out in the woods with a rustic interior i don't know how to make this more clear minimalist design is for Probably, I mean, honestly, I think the origins of minimalist uh, design was for retarded people who just kept stubbing their toe on pieces of furniture. So they said, we got to take as many tables out of here as we fucking can because this guy just keeps fucking falling. Okay. Like Biden needs a minimalist in, uh, interior in his uh, home for fucking safety reasons. Okay. If you are a person with any self-respect, with any type of soul, don't what are you doing in a minimalist house mm -hmm. i lived in the tiny home light i did the tiny home thing for a minute and i was like you know i was like yeah man i'm gonna move out in the country live in this little tiny home it was like on a property with a few other tiny homes it's like a little community you know what i mean it was pretty cool and you know it pretty much like fit my bed and like some of my clothes on a dresser and then like uh, i'm like yeah dude i'm just getting all it's like the trend it's a trendy thing to do living i don't even home. I don't even mind that. I don't mind a, like a minimalist lifestyle in the sense that you you're you you know you don't need much. But I'm saying minimal design where where oh, yeah. like all the walls are bare and there's like yeah. one coffee glass coffee table and there's no like he's like you go that's, into the fucking that's some American psycho shit. It is. It's like you literally walk in there and you're like they give you a cup of of, of very high end espresso and you want to put it down somewhere and you're like. And you just end up putting it on the floor because you don't know. There's nowhere to put it. It's well, with just, the tiny, with the tiny home thing, dude. I got to a point where I'm like, dude, this is all a fucking style. Like, I, I wish I had more room. I can't even do anything here. So. I can't do my jumping jacks. Can I tell you what I am okay with though? I'm, I'm okay with like, like ten by twelves or twelve by sixteens individual rooms with mm -hmm. like massive deck and a breezeway connecting them, so you don't oh, yeah, necessarily you have to have one single enclosure in case you want to skirt permitting laws there you go that's exactly it there you go bam done deal now you know now you know folks well shoot guys what do you think i think that was a good one heck yeah all right uh steve tell them where they can find your amazing shows brother hey so uh on rockfin and rumble and pretty much anywhere you can catch podcast uh in audio form or at least after the next week or so 
uh, you can find both AM Wake Up and Slow Newsday. If you're on Rockfin, uh, both of those shows have their own distinct channels. Uh, AMWakeUpShow.com is the website. And, and yeah, um, thank you for for allowing me to come and hang out this evening. It's fantastic. Enjoyed it. Oh yeah, man! Much. Thank you for dropping in and uh, need to get down, the wellness dude. company guys uh, on the show. Yeah, dude, we'll we'll put you in touch for sure. Just hit for me sure. up. Just remind me like tomorrow. I'd or love to have the girls day. on, but Hawaii yeah. and the time difference. Yeah, and it's like you yeah. know, the two o'clock yeah. in the morning for them or something yep, wild. Yep, 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 yep. So yeah. I think they're like three hours behind I you. Like I think. I think. I think. So no, I think they're three behind you because they're five behind me and six behind Zach. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so it's not completely like they can come like towards the end maybe, but anyway, I'm sure you'll figure it out. One we'll of these figure days. something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, yeah. So guys, slow news day. AM wake up. Go check it out. Um, yeah. Zach, where can they find you, dude? Uh, at Unfit Statesman on Twitter and Instagram. Unfit Statesman on all the platforms except YouTube, and I'm not on Rumble yet. Okay dude get that rumble going like i just uh, this show like ever since we started doing rumble is like i love rockman i've got a lot of rockman but then we started leaning into promoting the show on rumble and we got like a 10x i don't know dude it was weird it was weird so anyway uh yeah i'm over at libertylinks.io forward slash rebunked catch all the shit that i do over there so thank you all so much for tuning in thank you guys until next time Stay natural. You guys got it? Well, yeah. Stay free. Stay injected, right? Stay natural. Stay free. Stay injected. Big naturals. Big yeah. free. Big injected. There you go. Peace.